This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Tuesday, October 4th, brought to you by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative. Good morning, I'm Jeff Nally. Here's today's headlines. Severe repercussions seen from Mexico GM corn bin. Global ag productivity slowing. Rains slow Brazil soy planting. Study. Mexican ban on GM corn would cause severe harm. The economic consequences of Mexico following through on a presidential decree to ban genetically modified corn in 2024 would have severe economic ramifications for the U.S. and Mexican economies, resulting in billions of dollars in losses for U.S. farmers and much higher food costs for Mexican consumers. That according to a study by World Perspectives. Mexican officials have said the decree would only impact corn for food, downplaying the impact on U.S. exports of corn that primarily go into animal feed. But the report's authors say the decree is too vague to make that assumption, and their research is based on a complete ban. The U.S. corn sector would see an economic loss of $3.56 billion in the first year of the ban, rising to $5.56 billion in the second year, that according to the study. In Mexico, the average price of tortillas would rise by 16%, and the cost of meat would increase as production declined in response to less available feed. The U.S.-Mexico trading partnership has contributed greatly to the food security and economic vitality of both countries, said National Corn Grower Association President Chris Edgington. That's why we should do everything possible to ensure that the relationship continues in a fair and mutually beneficial way. Report. Global Ag Productivity Slowing. Global agriculture productivity continues to slow, falling farther behind the pace needed to meet the needs of projected population growth. That's the finding of the latest annual Global Agriculture Productivity Report. Agriculture productivity, which is tracked by a means known as Total Factor Productivity, or TFP, increased by an average of 1.2% from 2011 to 2022. That's according to a new GAAP report. An annual growth rate of 1.73% is needed to produce the food needed for more than 9 billion people in 2050. The report which is produced at Virginia Tech using data from the USDA's Economic Research Service, warns that the slow pace of productivity growth can lead to the widespread use of unsustainable agricultural practices, including the conversion of wild and marginal lands to agricultural production. Now take note, in sub-Sahara Africa, total agricultural production grew by nearly 3% from 2011 to 2020, but that was only because farmers put more land into cultivation and pasture. Productivity actually declined over the period, according to the report. There is one bright spot in South Asia. Agricultural productivity grew at 2.28% over the period, about the same rate as the previous decade. Keep this in mind, the report doesn't account for the full impact of the COVID-19 pandemic for Russia's or for Russia's war with Ukraine. We'll have more AgriPulse Daybreak 
after this. Daybreak is sponsored by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative, the third largest dairy co-op in the country. Edge is a powerful advocate of Washington for farmers throughout the upper Midwest. Among Edge's top priorities is milk pricing reform. Over its long history, the federal order system has aimed to serve farmers by ensuring the orderly marketing of fluid milk. But changing production and consumption patterns are rendering the system ineffective. Edge envisions changes that create flexibility, promote fairness, and strengthen the relationship between farmers and processors. Welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak. Southern Plains hit by weaker conditions, Dallas Fed survey says. Ag bankers responding to the latest survey by the Dallas Fed reported overall weaker conditions across most regions of the area covered by the bank, Texas, southern Louisiana, and southern New Mexico. Extreme dry conditions are putting a strain on agricultural production, particularly for cotton and pastures, the bank said, quoting one banker in the southern high plains who said, quote, the south plains cotton crop is a disaster. Almost all dry land crop has already been abandoned from drought and the irrigated crop is standing but is pitiful. The banker also noted that our producer's financial condition has never been better. For the most part, crop expenditures were negligible and crop insurance payouts were outsized due to high price guarantees. The result is growers sitting on piles of cash. Loan demand decreased for the third straight quarter and loan renewals or extensions fell for the seventh quarter in a row. The rate of loan repayment was also up. Rains slow Brazil soy planting, but bring needed moisture. Heavy precipitation throughout much of Brazil's soy-growing regions slowed planting in key areas last week, but also brought needed moisture in the country's largest producing state, that according to the Brazilian consulting firm AgRule. Overall, Brazilian farmers had planted 3.8% of this year's soybean crop by Thursday of last week. That's on track with the 4.1% planted at the same time a year ago. The progress during the week was not bad, but could have been faster if it weren't for the consistent rains in Bará and Mato Grosso do Sul and Sao Paulo, according to Agrel. In Mato Grosso, on the other hand, the rainfall recorded last week was very welcome to improve soil moisture and give more rhythm to sowing. Russia exempts ag from trucking ban. Russia's banning truckers from the European Union, UK, and other, quote, unfriendly countries that have similar bans on Russia. That, according to consulting firm and publisher Design Shara and Associates, the new ban will exempt shipments of food, farm commodities, and fertilizer, but is still expected to further complicate already congested border crossings by forcing companies to transfer products into Russian trucks with Russian drivers. Modified corn, potato plants gain APHIS approval. The Animal and Plant Health Inspection Service has exempted a genetically modified corn plant and a genetically modified potato plant from regulation after finding both are, quote, unlikely to pose an increased plant pest risk compared to other cultivated corn and potato. 
The corn was developed by Agravita Incorporated and modified to alter animal feed quality to improve digestion. The potato developed by Toolgen Incorporated was modified to reduce browning. Alcohol labeling lawsuit filed in D.C. Consumer groups are suing to force a response to a 2003 petition seeking mandatory alcohol labeling. The Center for Science and the Public Interest, the Consumer Federation of America, and the National Consumers League filed a lawsuit in Washington, D.C. Alcohol labeling is a uh, common sense and popular step that would allow consumers to make informed choices about the alcoholic products they purchase, they said in a press release. After nearly 20 years of delay, it's time for the Treasury Department to bring some order to this uneven marketplace, CSPI President Peter Lurie said. Finally, here's today's He Said It. A third of Pakistan flooded, Europe's hottest summer in 500 years. The Philippines hammered, the whole of Cuba in blackout, and here in the United States, Hurricane Ian has delivered a brutal reminder that no country and no economy is immune from the climate crisis. That United Nations Secretary General Antonio Gutierrez speaking to reporters as preparations are made for the COP27 Climate Change Summit next month in Egypt. Well, that's Daybreak for this Tuesday, October 4th, brought to you by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Nally.